0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again with another episode, y'all. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about changing the way you see the roadblocks that are set up for us. The things that are set up for us to fail. I want to talk about how you can look at that in a different light, in a different way so that you can navigate this maze and, and hopefully find some success in it, right? Uh, again, like I always say, you know, the show is about deterring people from the criminal lifestyle and giving advice. And in this episode, I'm going to be giving some advice as to how I've been able to navigate this thing, even under the circumstances that I'm under, right? And I hope that you appreciate this show and enjoy it. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. check it out y'all. Like I said in the intro, right? I want to talk about, you know, changing the way that you see the roadblocks that are set up for us. We all know what they are, right? But before I get to that aspect of changing the way you see it, let me ask another question. How long do we get to use the same things which we know are true as excuses for ending up in prison, the situations that we're in, how long do we get to say uh, it's the system, the white man's fault, or somebody snitched on me, or I ain't never get caught for selling drugs, but they caught me on the murder case? uh, How long do we get to continue to make excuses for the decisions that we make? I say it's time for us Let me put it like this, if you're you're a juvenile, and you're not fully aware of what's going on, and you're not fully aware of how the system is set up, and you uh, decide to do something based off of the limited uh, knowledge that you have, I think that you should, should, uh, I'm not going to say get a pass, but I don't think that you should be held to the same standard as an adult that has those opportunities to understand. because more than likely you're being used and manipulated by somebody or you think you know everything, which you don't. Uh, but if you're an adult and you've been involved in something, um, a criminal activity more than once, let's say you've been to prison or jail more than once and you've come into the knowledge or understanding of you know, the way the system is set up for you to fail, If you've done that and you've been told by somebody, even if you didn't get the full details right, if it was exposed to you how the system is set up for you to fail and you continue to participate in it, then why should you be allowed to use that as an excuse? Why should you be allowed to continue to use that as an excuse the second, third, and fourth time that you get locked up? I don't think you should. I don't think you should and and i'm i'm saying that because when you become an adult and let me let me back up a little bit let me back up a little bit a lot of situations man you know you got people that uh are not really aware of a lot of the things that are going on they may not have the uh knowledge wisdom and understanding to really fully understand what's going on so holding them to that same level, even if they are an adult, that seems to be unfair too. So I'm going to give a little leeway on that one too, right? But at the end of the day, I'm talking about adults that fully get it or are capable of getting it, but choose not to. You read on a decent level. You have enough knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to navigate the criminal world. So uh, borrowing some mental problem that you may have, whether you're aware of it or not, I say that uh, you should not uh, be allowed to continue to use the things that the system has set up for you to fail as an excuse to continue to commit criminal acts. Because you can go to school, you can get educated and learn these things uh, when you get out of prison that first time. Or you can learn these things while you're in prison. It's a lot of knowledge in here. Uh, It's a lot of opportunity for you to learn what's going on uh, in the criminal world. And at the end of the day, I think that, you know, the opportunity for you is there like it is for everybody else. Now, let me talk about... uh, Changing the way that you uh, see these roadblocks so that you can better navigate them in a way that's beneficial to you. Being in prison, man, you got to deal with the bare minimum of everything. You don't have an opportunity to uh, be fully engaged in what goes on out there. You don't have the access uh, that people out there have so you have to make do with what you have. And sometimes, like I say, that's the bare minimum. In most, in most cases, it's so, it's so limiting that uh, you just won't be able to do a lot of the things that people in the free world are able to do. It's just, it's just that simple. So what I've come to understand about that is uh, the same way that uh, trauma happens to you, And something happens, a trigger happens to uh, remind you or take you back to that trauma. What if you, and follow me here, y'all. What if you um, started to see that trauma as, well, those roadblocks, rather. What if you started to see those roadblocks as triggers? What if you saw those roadblocks as triggers? Because when you are triggered by something, you become aware and alert of something happening, right? So if you're triggered by something, you become aware. So when you're involved in some kind of activity, if you go to the bank and you try to get a loan and you're denied that loan or or you're denied that job because you are a convicted felon no credit history, uh, no uh, stable employment to the extent that can qualify you for the type of loan that you're trying to get. And you say, well, the only reason they won't give me this loan is because I'm a convicted felon. And you find yourself trying to rationalize and, and, and concluding that it's unfair to treat you that way. Why don't you re-narrate that whole situation, that whole circumstance, and say, instead of me getting upset about me not being able to get this loan or this job, let me go do the things that I need to do that will qualify me to be able to get this loan or this job. Don't use that as an excuse to say, I'm going back to the streets. In the same way that you put the effort forth to nurture a connection in the streets if you're going to sell drugs, you, you seek out the plug, the person that has the dope, you establish a clientele, the people that are going to use the dope and buy it from you on a regular basis, and then you take off, and you get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it takes work. What do I mean when I say it takes work for those that are not familiar with the criminal lifestyle? Well, you got to keep up with the amount of money you're making versus the money that you got to spend to re-up. It's all about supply and demand. Are you getting the dope that everybody's going to want that's good? You got to do all the things in certain ways that a regular business person would do, but you're doing it in an illegal way and not paying taxes. It takes a lot of effort takes a lot of effort. Use that same effort when it comes to changing the way you see the roadblocks. Let those roadblocks become somewhat of a maze to you that you consciously are aware of and make the intentional effort to navigate so that you can find success no matter what they are, no matter who it is. Because as long as you continue to try to use those things that we know as roadblocks, lack of opportunity, lack of education, uh, because you're not the right race, because you're not the right sex, according to some people anyway, to be able to get this or benefit from that, instead of using those as excuses or uh, rationalize those to the point to where you say, I'm going back to the street. Uh, let that become fuel that energizes you and motivates you and inspires you to keep pushing. Because if you leave that door open to this lifestyle, the criminal lifestyle, then You may as well just tell them when it comes time you get to get released from prison that you're not going, that you don't want to go. And hopefully they'll get you some help. But if you go back with that mindset that I'm gonna try, but if it don't work out, I'm going back to the streets, you're gonna fail. I guarantee it, you're gonna fail even if you are able to avoid being caught, even if you make a lot of money, you're going to fail. Because failure should not be defined as getting caught by the police when you're doing something illegal. Failure to me is defined as doing something that's causing harm and no beneficial lesson is being learned from it. If I'm playing chess, if I'm playing somebody in chess and I lose that game, I'm learning, right? Something that's beneficial, practicing, help keeping the brain sharp. But if I'm selling drugs and I'm getting away with it, And I'm making money. I'm not learning anything. I'm hurting people. I'm manipulating people. That's what I'm learning. The wrong things. And in that, that is failure. So don't assume that if you don't get caught, you are a success when you're committing wrong acts, participating in criminal activities, you are still a failure at life because you're disappointing those people that love you and that may depend on you. You're disappointing the community that you're a part of. You're disappointing society overall. And if you are a believer, you are not doing what God intends you to be doing because you're bringing harm to others that he created, all out of your selfish gain. And that is a failure. That is a failure. So when you start to navigate this thing, trying to say that this reason or that reason is why I'm feeling discouraged and maybe considering going back to the criminal lifestyle pause man take a pause and tell yourself that yeah it's hard it's not working out like I thought it would but I'm not giving up I'm not giving up I know in here man when I call home and my son records a show for me and they post it I just feel great, why? Because I'm playing within the rules uh, of this thing. I'm doing what it is that I'm supposed to do. Uh, When I'm practicing my shows in here, uh, I just feel like I'm making a positive contribution. I know I am, I know I am. Uh, When I call home and they tell me that somebody left a comment in the comment section Or emailed me to say how proud they are of me. Uh, I just, there are no words to describe how I feel. I'm overjoyed. Overjoyed. Shoot. I spend half my time crying. Not crying out of sadness, just pure joy. Pure joy. I got to watch that too in here because these folks be looking at me all crazy. Like, what's Joe crying about now? You know? (laughs) and I tell them because I'm free that's why I'm crying I'm free I'm free I don't feel ashamed anymore you know if I'm happy I'm going to express it however it comes out and that's just what it is with me and it feels great and I would hope that one day they would be able to enjoy that same feeling that I am I would hope that one day they would come to understand fully what I'm saying and why I think it's important to change the way you see and navigate these roadblocks that are put in front of us. I hear all the time people talking about the system is designed for you to fail. Okay then, if that is true, then learn what it is about the system that is in the way that causes this failure that you experience. And then go the other way. How about that? How about that? Or. Or. Figure out what it is that the system is trying to say. To you. And then. Figure out what it is you want to do. Because it's one thing that I've learned about the system. This system in America. Those individuals. No matter who they are. They want to block you from the system, think about this they try to block you from the system, they try to limit your opportunities to access the system why? because the system is a good system it's just the people that in some places the gatekeepers of the system they don't want certain people in they they don't want uh, black people in they don't want poor white people in they don't want women in, you know what I'm saying they don't want certain groups of people in they don't want gay people in They don't want certain people to be able to access and participate fully in the system. So it's not the system, it's the access to it. And if you find a way to navigate the system without giving in and doing the things that those people that want to set these roadblocks for, if you can find a way to do that, once you tap into the system, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. You just got to stop taking the bait. Stop taking the bait. Stop taking the bait. Case in point, you remember the crack cocaine laws that they had? Well, they changed the laws and made the penalty for crack cocaine more uh, harsher than for powder cocaine. Why? Because they identified that the majority of people that were selling crack cocaine are black. So this is how we get them. Did we wake up and say, no, I'm going to stop selling crack? No, we sold more of it. And filled the prisons and jails up. And destroyed our families and families around us and communities in the process. Stop taking the bait, man. We got to stop taking the bait. Stop hating each other. Love each other. Because when we hate each other, those individuals that want to block us from achieving, you know, those things that we want to achieve in the right way, they win. They win. And the thing about it, it's not everybody. The majority of people in this country don't want to see us fail. They don't want to see anybody fail. They just want to see us do it in a way that is not harmful to other people and ourselves. And we got to wake up to that. And I think in a lot of ways we have, but Every time I see somebody get out of prison and come back, man, my heart grieves for them. And then when I hear them talk about why it is that they came back, I can hardly stand there and listen to them. Because I'll be like, you knew. But you knew. And if you knew this, why why were you not prepared? Why were you not prepared? Why would you go into battle... Because this is what this is. Why would you go into battle not prepared? It doesn't make any sense. We talk a good game. And I think part of the isolation that we have to deal with in prison, not being connected to the real world in any meaningful way, contributes to that. Because when we're in here isolated from the world, we come up with all of these grandiose ideas and ways that we're going to go about trying to prosper and make it in the world and it's so far disconnected from reality that it's no way that what we're talking about would have been able to succeed no way well we had we got to be more diligent we got to stay in touch with our family that's another reason why i say you keep those family connections man because your family connections can keep you in tune with what's really going on you isolate yourself to this world and here cut yourself off or Stop communicating with people out there. You'll be sitting in here bouncing ideas off of the same people that you sat next to. Y'all bouncing dumb ideas off of each other and think you got, to, got it figured out. Then you get out and find yourself back in here within 30 days. Looking silly. Talking about, man, it, it wasn't like I thought. I wasn't ready. These folks didn't want me to succeed. Well, get ready got to get ready. Quit playing with this thing. Don't take your freedom for granted. And if you're out there and you haven't made that decision to do something stupid like all of us in here have, don't do it. If you're upset that the system, that you perceive the system is designed for you not to be able to reach a certain threshold, you're probably right. But you got to dip and dodge, bob and weave. Get around that. And the reason I say that that's possible is because of all the people that I see doing it. They put themselves in a different position so they can see different things, experience different things, and then they have another choice to make. They have more options. We stay in the same environment mentally and physically and continue to choose the same thing over and over and over and over and over again expecting a different result. Uh Uh-oh, insanity. We don't take that leap of faith. Put ourselves in a different environment mentally and physically so we can have another choice that makes another another option. Because if you got another option, choose that. This ain't been working out for you. Choose something else. Choose something else, y'all. I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I really appreciate all of y'all out there for listening. I do. I really value everything that you've given me. The opportunity to be a part of your life. Thank you for that. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.